we learn they say the prophet the Mordechai was brought in Shulchan Aruch that if he buys a mechas, he buys the right to own and collect taxes. And on Shabbos, if he doesn't collect taxes, it'll be a tremendous loss for him. Chacham will matter him to hire a guy as long as he hires a guy bekablonis to collect the taxes. Like he pays the guy for every certain amount of money that the guy collects, he pays him a specific percentage. That's mutter. Or if he, or if he rents the rights to a guy for Shabbos, that also would be mutter. Shevet Halevi. We have on page 40, very hesitant to use this hatter. He writes that If this is a case that is Marisayin, then we need to come on to the hatter of this Mordechai that says, that Chacham Matar, in order that you shouldn't come to do a worse iser. That the Ramah writes, it's a Koshikin in the case where the guy owns a part of it. That's in the Shutvus of a guy, there's no Marasayin. There's not a Koshikin that is Muti, rather, you have to come on to the Heter of Hafsid. This is something that the G'dayla Yisrael were very hesitant and kept a great distance from relying on the heter of Marasayin and Zilzul Shabbos. It's difficult for me to be matter. My heart tells me that that we find the, the earlier chacham of matter because of hefsid. That is talking about a case that if that if he would lose, incur that loss, his entire parnasa would be gone. He would lose a significant amount. Of his livelihood, of a mash oisim kama ashirim kayem, that that many wealthy people do today. Sheishlam asris asokim. They have many different businesses, b'shutvus keila, and in many different such partnerships. And even so, they look to invest in more of them and buy more. That the chacham never gave such a hatta. Even though they're quite wealthy, ba'amom compared to other people around them, kiyadua. As it's well known, El Sharaitsum they're looking to gain even more assets. Such a thing would be Osir, that's not what's called a Makam Hefsa the Chacham would be Matar. And he says, It's been tried and true that those that look for a Heter not to keep Shabbos in the proper manner. And look for ways to get around the Yisurim in Mishat In the end, they regret what they did. There was once a story by me, a very wealthy person, he did Shali, a good friend of mine, that he unfortunately lost all his money, Hashem should save us from such a thing. 
So the Shevet Levi is saying that this hetter is only for a person that his parnasa will be lost. He'll incur a significant loss of parnasa. But if he just has enough, he's just looking for another deal, he shouldn't go into a deal that will have to come out of the hetter of Makam Seda Hikilu Rabbanu. On page 41, we have a tshuva with Igris Moshe. The Moshe comes out with a new hetter. They're not mentioned in the Shulchan Aruch. And he learns it up in the Magam Mishnah that there's a hetter that if you hire a guy to run a business and you don't tell the guy anything about the business, it's clearly being run by the guy from top to bottom, from beginning to end. You don't mix in with his decisions and you don't tell him how to run it. You don't ask him why he didn't do this, why he didn't do that. You just allow the guy to run the whole thing. So in such a case, there's no problem of having a guy running it, even though he's salaried for the year, because it's completely his responsibility to see to it that the business is profitable. He could keep it open Shabbos. He could close it Shabbos. It's completely up to the guy, and such a case would be mutter. On the top of the right column, he says, towards the top, Avalamasha Kasafti, Mutalagoinim, according to what I wrote, it's Mutter, according to all the Rishon, Shut Katama Magamishna, the Naka the Shokhanorach, Afishar Kotsov Lashana, even if you give a specific a set salary for the year, Meachashakol Hahis Askus, Hu Alanachri, because the entire business, all the decisions are on the guy by Yisrael, Eina Oimeloi Shum Deya, and the Yisrael does not say any opinion to him. How to run the business? Like this case we were discussing in the tshuva, the officers of the company do only what they decide is right. Let's say if a yid buys all the stocks of a company, the and or a significant portion right with the stocks of the company, the board of the company it does not talk to the stockholders, but rather the board does what it feels is the right decisions for the company and keeps on running it the way it was run. It doesn't take in consideration or ask the stockholders what they think about any decision. They could vote and put someone on the board, take someone off the board, but it does, they don't really affect the day-to-day running of the business. That would be mutter, according to everybody, is what Ramesh is saying. They don't even have to listen to him. If they want, they could do, not like the, the stockholders say, even if the case is that you could coerce the guy to do your opinion. Because you don't tell the guy what to do. The guy who's running the company does what he feels is the right thing for the company. So even though he's salaried, such a thing is mutter. The Shulchanach has a similar case. If you give a guy money to invest for you, and you pay him a set fee to do the investments, that is mutter. Because the guy is the one making all the decisions and doing all those investments, even if the guy invests on Shabbos. So when you give a guy over your company to run it as he sees fit, it's the same thing as the giving the guy money to invest. 
Even though when you give money to invest, most probably you could go back and tell him, I want you to invest in this, I don't want you to invest in that. And still it's motive because you're not telling him what to do. So if the same thing when you hire him to run a company and you leave go and he takes care of it and he decides to keep it open on Shabbos, keep it closed on Shabbos, sell, buy, do whatever he wants on Shabbos, that is completely motive. Because at the end of the day, the guy does it on his own. He's asking by the fidaita. He does it according to what he sees fit. By Israel, you came to and the Israel doesn't tell him what to do, even though he technically can. And he doesn't tell anything to the guy mutter. It's mutter. The nachri is considered the owner of the malacha. He's in charge of that work. Which is Essentially, the hetter of Arisus, of the sharecrop, of the kablonis, of the person who's paid by the job, that he does a daite dinafsheh. He does the way he sees and what he decides to do. You have the same hetter over here, even though the Yisrael is paying him a salary. He's not paying him for the job. And even though the Yisrael could tell the guy what to do, because he doesn't plan on telling him, and he told the guy he will not tell him, then it's mutter for the guy to work it even on Shabbos. It has to be that people don't know it belongs to the Yid, because if people think it belongs to the Yid, then, or know it belongs to the Yid, then it's also al Sayin, the Zawu Pirsha Shulchanoruch, Shemasika Shulchanoruch, V'chein Ein Eisek Nikr Mimihu, it has to be that people don't know that this is a Jew's business, Buloshna Magamishim, Shum Dem Nikr Shusha Yisrael, if it's clear that it belongs to the Yisrael, Harei Iker, Ika Isr Maris Ayn. You'll have the Isr Maris Ayn. Shayyay Musha Yisrael, Shaviyach Me'esek Ushaloi, Machashanasan Mo'esek Huabail. People will say that this is a Yid who's involved in telling the guy to work on Shabbos. They won't know that he gave it over completely to the guy. Therefore, it's awesome. Kamala Malach of Ahainu Sha'afa Nochiyum Sasek, even though people see that the guy is doing the work, Huaisal Dais Yisrael, Balamais, people will say he's doing it according to the instructions. Of the Yid who owns the money, which in such a case the guy would just be like a worker, and it would be also for him to work on Shabbos. There's no regular marasayim. That people say is a schiriyayim because he is a schiriyayim. And it's still mutter because he gave it all over. But it still is marasayim that people will say, the People will say he didn't give it completely over. And the Yid is instructing him what to do. So again, Ramosha has a hatter. Ramosha has a hatter. If the Yid gives the business completely over to the guy, and the guy makes all decisions in the business, lock, stock, and barrel, even though the Yid technically has the right to tell the guy to do something or not to do something, but he doesn't plan on doing it and he told the guy he's not going to do it, it would be mutter to keep such a business open on Shabbos. The end of the tshuva, Ramayisha talks about making a shutvas with a Jew who does not keep the halachas of Shabbos, a non-religious Jew. And he says, over there we don't have any hatter of making such a partnership if 
the partner will keep the business open on Shabbos. By a guy, if the guy is completely in charge, so then we say it's mutter. But if he's if that partner is a Jew and the Jew will keep it open, even though he's completely in charge, people sometimes invest as a silent partner, and the other person he's investing with is a Jew, and that Jew will keep it open, even if he's completely in charge of the business, there would be no hetter to have the yid working on Shams.